Welcome to Navigating the Universe with your hosts, Michael and Zach. Navigating the Universe. I'm your host, Michael Turlock, with my wonderful co-host, co-host today, Mark Paker. And um, Zach is uh, still not with us. Um, I'm not sure if he is going to return. Um, he said he would, but uh, um, I know everybody's going down their own individual paths um, as a soul being and what they need and the challenges they need to overcome or integrate. So um, we all wish him well on his journey, and um, if he decides to come back, um, you know, my arms and all our arms, I'm sure, are are open to his wisdom. So all the best to you, Zach, and um, I'm really grateful and excited to again have Mark with us uh, all the way from Belgium, and um, how are you doing today there, Zach? Or pardon me, pardon me, Mark, how are you doing in Belgium? Hello, Michael, and uh, hello, everyone. I'm doing pretty well. Thank you. Good. And, um, yeah, so we're continuing in this strange time, this uh, transition into what people are calling the new norm. And, um, you know, a lot of us uh, that really see with uh, the awareness that we've really um, um, navigated toward, you know, to be a lot more aware of our existence here. And, and when we do that, we see with great clarity what's going on in the world and incredible amounts of fear that you know the, the most of the population lives with it's uh it's really a stop um once this implementation of this virus issue came out and the propagation of the uh um insane mainstream media and just how everybody falls into this is is really astonishing and it's really made myself realize, uh, um, you know, how much different we all are and in individually what we need for our soul journey. So, you know, I don't like to ever be in judgment and I'm working hard not to be in judgment. And I know what I need to do for parts of me in this journey. And, you know, it's the same for everybody else. You know, this this universe is a finite existence. existence. It is not infinite as there's so many universes outside of this universe. And, and beyond that, there's things that we just can't remember, you know, like there's really, there's not a stop or there's no limitation to anything. Limitation is, is a false belief. It's a false uh, mind entrainment to us. We're, we're really limitless beings. And the universe, um, even though it's a finite existence, it's, it's ability to create, um, realities and adventures and learning experiences is definitely an infinite experience as it's always growing and um, producing more adventures for, for all, of, all of us. So that's, um, yeah. So, um, you know, it's um, for a lot of us who are really aware of uh, the incredible loving, powerful beings that we are and that we're creator beings and we create our own existence uh, from really how we feel inside from the love that we are. Um, also the vice versa, you know, if you live in a lot of fear and clouds your heart over, then all you're going to see is fear, circumstances, situations presented on the outside, which is a reflection of, of, you know, how you're operating. If you're operating in fear, if you're operating in love, um, what appears to be fearful from other people's reality that they create, um, there is a beauty within that 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 uh, we, as more aware awareness within ourselves and without ourselves, <clears throat> really see. So, um, how about you, Mark? Uh, can you uh, uh, add a little bit more and elaborate on, on what we're discussing here, or starting to discuss? Yes, um, I must say uh, I often feel like shaking my head when I look at the current state of um, turmoil uh, society currently finds itself in, 
And when I managed to watch the whole situation from a, from a broader perspective, as you just said, uh, I stand in awe, actually. I stand in awe of the extreme situation that people created for themselves in order to awaken themselves, in order right. to uh, shake themselves so hard that they would have to get up, to, to wake up. And, well, it's not from an ego level, of course, that they have created this. It's from their greater being level. But I believe that a few years from now, most people are going to look back at this particular period in time and they will also shake their heads. <laughs> and they will, they will be like, what the heck? Yeah. What the heck? How did we find ourselves in such a situation and how could we buy into this whole thing? How could we be so docile? So obedient and so gullible. Um, right. Speaking of the role that the, the mainstream media play in all of this, uh, I guess it hasn't escaped anyone's attention that uh, they had shifted their focus very heavily recently to the whole uh, uh, racial wars stuff. And uh, the uh, the riots, the riots and uh, the Black Lives Matter movement, and uh, now it's uh, it's statues that are being attacked. <laughs> mm, it's right. really amazing how versatile these uh, uh, these media people are, and how eager they are to uh, um, um, yeah. try and force people. To look here and then to look there and then to look here and then to look hey here look here look there so that people actually are drawn into that whirlwind and never can take the time or uh, ha- be in um, um, in a state where they can take a step back take time to reflect and connect the dots and have some actual memory about the whole sequence of events Mm. And it seems to me that the, the, the start of this whole new uh, wave of insanity with the riots was uh, something that was probably staged. Uh, I'm not convinced that the, the rage that expresses itself through that situation is something that had been staged in the way it is, uh, it is taking place. But um, I found a very interesting Facebook post from a gentleman uh, called Jay Webster. And I feel like uh, reading this post in its entirety because it seems to me that he, he has a really good grip on this situation. And uh, he's perceived some of the more subtle levels and esoteric implications of it. Right. He's specifically referring to something that happened uh, at some point where you saw a viral movement of people uh, posting black screens on their social media accounts, whether Facebook or Instagram or, uh, or Twitter or whatever. Yes, I read that. Uh, as a sign of solidarity, supposedly to uh, uh, the black people rising up in, in outrage. And uh, the, the, very often they, they had uh, posted, of course, the, uh, the um, what's the word in English for that? The, um, um, well, never mind. They had, they had written Black Lives Matters on their black screen uh, and sometimes nothing at all. And I felt very uneasy the first time I saw that. Uh, It didn't didn't feel good at all to me. And here is what he's written about this. 
black magic ritual, harnessing your life force to manipulate reality, reality inversion. And he had used that image himself of a black screen, and he had written on the black screen, virtue signaling matters. So I've used this particular image, so virtue signaling matters, to stir up those who've black cubed their Facebook profile using their black mirror technology. Yes, you mean well, but your quote-unquote good vibes are being harnessed and inverted mm. by design. Right, right, yeah. How um, is it by design? Yeah, please go, Michael. Um, yeah, and in this you know, reality that we're in and where it's um, a, a dualistic, you know, light versus dark and everything in between and different variations of that, you know, I know you know, Mark, as, as many of us do, especially in the We Are Infinite community. Um, now, George's new website, which is incredible, um, ourjourneyhome.earth, mm. um, that really outside of this reality that we've created to experience these kind of experiences, that really there's no difference from what, you know, black, white, yellow, orange, you know, it's only in this reality where there's this hierarchy of, of, of you know, uh, a skin color, what it means, or, you know, the way a person's eyes are, or how their ears are, or, or if they're short, or if they're tall, or if they're fat, or if they're skinny. And there's all these judgments that we've been born into to, you know, um, be the same way. And they live through a life through judgment, through you know, um, hierarchy, climb up the ladder, have your own business, make money, buy more things. I got more things, so I'm better than you. So everything is so distorted here because really life is just life. It doesn't, you know, life, you know, outside of this uh, reality, outside of this, um, you know, in the greater organic essence of the universe, uh, one with the universal being, there is no hierarchy, there is no judgment, there's no such thing. Nothing exists because everything, everything comes from love, and and love is even misinterpreted here. Not that I know everything, but you can't have any kind of reality or any kind of foundation for any existence without love, and that's the co-creative energy between all greater greater beings and the universal being that that decide to make this kind of reality for a given certain uh, for a given set of uh, experiences for wisdom. So. Yeah, it's um, and I, I hear what you're saying. Definitely, there's black magic in in, in Facebook and and uh, how things are manipulated. And watching a, a computer screen, a high definition television screen, you know, your phones, and, and there's terrible information and magnetics and and spells and you know through words that come through. And but that in itself is also, in my opinion, part of the you know, the matrix or another level of the matrix, because it's also, it's, it's where good and evil really exists in the lower realms. I don't like to say lower realms, but in the more expansive realms of the universe for the experiences that we want. And can we transcend that to realize there's no such thing as, as evil or good. It's just that you are, you know, um, these, these concepts of good and evil and, and, um, and, and, judging that everything is a certain frequency of that within this reality is not life. It's just an experience here to experience that kind of life through mind control. But, um, you know, you and me and a lot of uh, others around this planet in this universe are gravitating back to a greater being in the essence that we truly are and realize that, you know, for lack of a better term, it's really just a lot of bullshit created here so that we can experience what we needed to experience and, and I and you and others like us are, are, are really done with uh, done with that. We understand, and it's really time to move on and just you know let's let's leave hierarchy behind. Let's leave judgment behind. We're all beautiful beings. It doesn't matter what color the skin is. It doesn't matter what kind of race the matrix says you are. You know it's all bullshit. Anyways, we're all equal. We're all beautiful, and we're all loving. 
Yeah, I don't know who came up with that uh, uh, hierarchy of uh, hierarchy by color scheme in the first place. Uh, I, I know it was very popular in the times of uh, the big colon colonial expansion of Europe because it was providing uh, a justification for. You know what? Uh, you know what I heard, Mark, is that um, the reptilians, like um, mm -hmm. you know, there's a lot of different kinds of reptilians, but these specific reptilians and hierarchy structure mm -hmm. were the white white reptilians, and they yeah they, I heard. They, I heard yeah so it's kind of I've heard that too that. yeah uh it's a distinct possibility because um uh, uh, the draconians that have been uh, specifically um, present on earth and uh, um, we've had their attention for a long time uh this particular brand of draconians has white skin, really white skin. So uh, that that whole idea of uh, white people being on on top of <laughs> uh, on top of everything uh, might indeed be uh, a projection coming from that kind of hierarchy. But whoever promoted this didn't even have a, a good grasp on, on colors themselves. You know, they, I, I believe they were kind of colorblind somehow because uh, so-called white people are not white at all. And uh, black people are not black either. They're brown. And uh, red people yeah. are not red. They're also kind of brown-ish. Yeah. And yellow yeah. people are not yellow. So uh, yeah, yeah. put yeah. your color glasses, people, because uh, you, didn't, you really didn't get a grip. Now, I would like to keep reading that, uh, that Facebook post because uh, I find it really juicy and mm. uh, lot of, lots of good insights in there. So uh, he goes on by saying, firstly, we have to grasp that this 3D inverted matrix is built on magic. The very thing you read this post through is a black mirror with circuits, sigils, plagued with symbolism, broadcasting a frequency for you to channel remotely, remote viewing. This is the channel you watched, which invoked a thought form within you, and that made it appear in your vision as mm. true reality. You don't believe me? Look at what's happening in America with your souls, riots, and looting. Yep. They harnessed your imagination, I, Magi Nation, through a TV, tell a vision, and programmed you to believe a false event. My intention of this post is opened up the awareness of the sorcery that was the George Floyd I can't breathe ritual. With the awareness, the spell loses its potency. Which brings me to blackening our profile pictures. What does this reinforce in the unconscious? I can't breathe. And from the unconscious mind perception, what gets projected out, created, reflected back as reality? Think, perception, projection, reflection. Remember, we are at war with entities that harvest creative life force and manipulate, invert it. They're not co-creator beings connected to the creator like you or I. This is why they perform satanic rituals and, and drink the blood of children. Innocent children have the purest life force in them, which they feed off. So, if there is any cause that people should be taking to the streets protesting about, it's child trafficking, organ harvesting, and satanic ritual abuse on children. Why isn't this happening? 
whilst Black Lives Matter has meaningful intent and blacking out your profile picture means well, it's a clear symbol of the mind control. How so? Well, it's in the mainstream narrative designed to distract from the deeper layers of what's going on. And by somehow blacking out your profile, you're signaling how much you care. But if you truly cared, you'd know that all lives matter, including the thousands of children going missing per year. And there's far deeper issues at hand that are now concealed even more because of the smoky mirror of distraction. So, are you really helping? Or are you reinforcing the dark spell through ignorance? Ignorance is dark. Knowledge is light. So let's look at some facts, because the facts matter more than your manipulated feelings. In the footage, it's very evident that it was, stage, it was a stage event or false flag. George Floyd, a porn actor, convicted criminal, which mainstream media conveniently leaves out, with occult symbolism tattooed on his chest. Barely struggling, then gets picked up incorrectly without resuscitation by two police officers in brown uniforms, not ambulance people. Officer Derek Chauvin, making no effort in the footage to choke Floyd, not seen arrested, and his, much, his mugshot is a completely different person, who looks eerily similar to a low-level actor of a show called Cash Cab, Benjamin Ray Bailey. And now, all of a sudden, the coronavirus which attacks the lungs has gone. You can take to the streets, and we are seeing footage of BLM activists and high-ranking police calling out infiltration by an extremist group called Antifa. This is by design to divide the United. This is why it's important to ask questions and obtain knowledge, because this war isn't fought in the trenches with bombs. It's fought inside the minds of men and women. Hence why the virus is called the corona, meaning crown. So if this is spell casting through a television, and Floyd's script was to say, I can't breathe, what type of ritual are they forecasting? Perhaps one where people can't breathe? Where does the coronavirus attack? What are people who've been saying six millimeter waves from 5G tower does? Is this the symbol of America suffocating? Finishing, I pull no punches when it comes to this because breaking the mind virus matters more than manipulated feelings. Truth is, I care. Knowledge and awareness knocks the sorcery on its arse and gives you the ability to see the fuckery in real time. Not only that it doesn't allow the piece of tech you're reading this from to possess you, harvest your energy, by lowering your frequency into fear. The world's a stage full of bad actors. You're in control of your reality. You're the ultimate authority. You're the author writing the script. Not the bad actors on the greatest mind control weapon used against humanity, the black mirror. And uh, there are three little um, pictures behind these words, the black mirror. 
there's a television and there's a smartphone and there's a laptop. Use your imagination and be the change you want to see in the world. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and finally, there is a, a disclaimer that says this does not dismiss that there are racist arseholes out there that could use a good slapping. It does not dismiss that certain police should pull their heads in. You will find we have more in common with with our black, white, yellow, brown brothers and sisters than those who try to convince us we don't. And what better way to castrate and control a certain group of people than to convince them they're victims of oppression. This is the inversion of empowerment, is it not? Okay, so uh, that was a pretty big post, and uh, there is a a lot there. There is a lot that we we could talk about. So uh, before giving my take on some of these passages, uh, is there anything you would like to say, Michael? Um, I mean, you know, this reality is coming to an end. Mother Earth is... Yeah, it's not done with this reality. Um, everything is coming to a head. So, you know, we knew something had to give, and and we're actually seeing the results of of you know um, um, the old hierarchy and the old way of going and, and or living and doing things falling apart. And you know, there is a lot of uh, evil. Evil comes in many forms, not just darkness. It also comes in, in white and light, um, as there is oh, yes. synthetic, light, synthetic light beings as well. So evil is in every kind of aspect, and but at the same token, love is in every kind of aspect as well too. Love is in dark, love is in light, love is in in a lot of things. Um, just the programming and judgments for the uh, the way we label things is, you know, <laughs> it's. Um, um, yeah, I mean, this is another phase to create uh, as much pain and, and agony amongst people and separation, like you mentioned, you know, for everybody, and um, just cause as much distress as possible. And then we all know that, you know, with uh, this virus coming out and putting people in home and people are using Zoom on computers to communicate and do yoga and, and martial arts and any, any kind of business things, it's everything's really all of a sudden just a big push to be through technology. So as George mentioned, this is level two where technical intelligence and the God being that is that is, is, you know, it's, it's time to do what it needs to do here. And so you can really see that playing out like hugely now. And, uh, you know, level one with uh, them trying to hang on and creating all the separation between um, what they call races, which, you know, I treat people, as people, I couldn't give a shit what they look like or what their color is or anything. You know, I talk to the, to the spirit and the soul. That's, and I have a hard time remembering names, but I, I definitely remember the signature of who they are. So it's, yeah, it's, um, it's all falling apart, and it's all, it's actually, you know, going as was meant by the, the prime creator of this reality, which is Mother Earth and, and Father Son. And, and um, I mean, you know, it's, Energy needs to move, and energy has been stifled by this old hierarchy of billionaires and the one percent elite, and and the negative extraterrestrials and interdimensional beings above that, and you know that have had this agenda to harvest the human human race and the incredible life force that we emanate. So, you know, energy hasn't been flowing, and and it gets piled up, and it needs to flow, and, and the result is chaos, you know, ah, we're screaming because we've got to get that F out of here, you know, it's, it's, uh, and you can see it, like, uh, wow, everything's exploding because everything's been so, so compressed, you know, it's got to, it's got to live, it's got to breathe, so, Mm -hmm. so, uh, yeah, I think a lot of us see it, I see it, you know, it's, I mean, it's terrible what happens to children and all that incredible, you know, harvesting organs and 
pedophilia and all that stuff. I remember as a little boy just about being kidnapped a few times myself that I got away. I was smart enough to get away and, and ride my pedal bike and, you know, and, and go through different playground areas and lose them. You know, these, these, uh, these men that tried to catch me. So, you know, unfortunately some don't get away and, and, um, you know, um, I mean, if I get my awareness and put myself into that, I'm just feeling the pain. I'm creating more pain myself. So, how do I mm. how, how do I help the planet here? How do I help this situation? If I feel that pain, I'm getting involved and in generating more pain. I'm actually empowering the system that wants pain. So, for me, I know I got to step back, look at it. If if I'm directed to do what I can do, then I can step in and, and bring my powerful loving energy to that location to that place and and i can neutralize some of that negativity but um i can only do it if it's totally justified by mother earth and and uh, all of us that have had a hand in the creation of this reality so you know the guardians that we are um you know like george says there's been this reality has been set up for a given set of experiences for us to to go through so um, it's important to understand that as, uh, as one of the creator beings here to, to know what we can do and, and when we can step in to help or if we can or what we need to do. So um, I, I choose not to get involved in the drama. I'm aware of it. And from my greater being, when I know I need to do what I'm supposed to do here from an energetic soul level, then I do it. But um, everybody's got their own individual journeys, and um, if they feel they need to do that, and and this concept of dark and evil and all this stuff going on, they need to play that out for themselves. And I stand back and I I watch from the sidelines, and I try not to feel the pain of that that they need to feel because that's not my journey anymore. Hmm. Yes, and uh, one of the things that um, I would like to say about that is that indeed we must very we must be very vigilant and very discerning because um, as much as a certain type of entity is feeding uh, of the negativity that uh, is at play here uh, of all the anger and uh, and the fear that is being generated by these events. It is really important to understand that our uh, positive feelings are being used as well to uh, strengthen our control and our imprisonment as human beings. And here, what what you see with all these people who have... uh, um, blackened their uh, who who have posted black screens on their social media what you see is that there is a play being made on their willingness to care yes meaning that uh, the, the caring aspect of our nature is being used against us as well <laughs> and of course I don't I don't mean by that that we must stop caring in order to protect ourselves, of course not. But we really need to have our spidey senses awakened and uh, to really smell the manipulation from a, from a good distance in order not to fall for these traps and these setups. And I remember there was another... Sorry, you wanted to say something? Oh, just sorry, Mark, for interrupting. I just noticed we have another caller on, so... um, Okay. Yeah, I'd like to bring him in and see who we got here. Hello, 804-798-1139. You're on the air. Welcome to Navigating the Universe. Hi, I just came across your show, and that's a very time-sensitive and important what you're saying. I... I'm myself a global visionary. I've had quite a bizarre life, and I have now put out a very brief 
poem uh, as a way to tamp down chaos and have people uh, see things in a better way because life is not that complicated when you get right down to it. It's basically dealing with positive and negative energies and I'm offering the poem to any artist, any nonprofit, any company or organization to use it as a fundraiser and also to bring attention back to their websites and social media to show who they are and how they're adhering to the message of the poem. It's very short, and Maya Angelou even commented on it. It's titled Caring Sharing. It reads, if you dare to care, then share. If you share, pay heed. God will reward every good deed. I can tell you where to see it and how to take advantage of that opportunity, if you like. Sounds really good. And uh, if I may have your first name. Yes, my first name is Hugh, H-U-G-H. And then if you put my last name and go to a Twitter page, you don't have to have a Twitter account to see this. Uh, my last name is Trollson. The first letter is T like Tom. Then R-A-U-L-S like Sam, E like Edward, M like Nancy. And I'll just put Twitter after my name, and you'll see right below the pin post where the, uh, even where Maya Angelou commented on the uh, poem. And I am looking to collaborate with people to uh, really help empower women and indigenous people globally and at the same time root out corruption. That's the biggest problem, really, that mankind has had since the beginning and I look at the internet as mankind's avatar for the future. It's like the wild west right now but it can be tamed as people awaken in different ways with strategies I'm bringing forth that the elites can't stop actually. It plugs up their money pipelines and brings transparency back to them to force them to change their ways to be dealt with legally. That sounds really good. Good, Hugh, for sure, yeah. Yeah, if you'd like to... Yeah, uh, if you want to hang on to my phone number there, I'd be happy to speak with you off here. I don't want to interrupt the flow of your show, but I appreciate you bringing me on because it's really time that people start uh, looking at who they are from the perspective of the simplest things to understand that we all are spiritual beings. Even an atheist can't deny the fact that we came from spirit. We're going to go back into spirit eventually where the material goods have absolutely no use and I do say we're fully accountable for everything we do here I believe we incarnate to learn unconditional love and as we learn it we're supposed to be a blessing to others especially those who can't help themselves so I thank you for bringing me on oh you're welcome and thank you for um, you know bringing your wisdom into the show I mean uh um, great to hear that, and and would love to um, see or read or hear your poem as well too, for sure. Yes. Did you want me to say it again? I, I said it once already. Um, well, we've got it. It's definitely recorded. Oh, okay, great. Yeah. So anybody can play this show afterwards. Yeah, and, it's uh, short enough. It can be put on like T-shirts and coffee mugs and posters and translate into different languages and go all all around the world and. It has the potential to transform the whole field of global philanthropy to offer people new ways of thinking and doing things. Right. That sounds really good, Hugh. I, I'm, I'm grateful that you're out there doing what you're doing. Um, everybody's doing their part. And, and um, yeah, you know, this, this is what's really going to change everything to be, you know, exactly the reflection of loving beings that we truly are inside. So, um mm. And what I felt is that, you know, we kind of have to see the mess in the toilet before we can, you know, flush it away, so to speak. And and I think uh, the toilet is looking pretty plugged. So, you know, what we're doing is, is helping to, uh, you know, maybe not a good analogy, but, but you know, we're, we're helping to kind of, uh, you know, bring in a clean water and uh, bring in the clean streams again. And um, let's get rid of all the poisons and just live the way we can naturally live. Well, you're exactly right, and I've been tested throughout my entire life, as you'll learn when you see a, a big website. But uh, uh, it's not about religion, but it is all about spirituality. So I say any religion right. that's not bringing you to a personal heart-to-God relationship is a 
third-party manipulator and any religion that tells you to kill someone's not a religion at all. It's a terrorist organization. And if all the religions on the planet function properly, nobody would be deprived clean water, food, and proper shelter. And I tell people, if you can't do anything else, you can say a prayer. If you'll do that, it'll help raise the consciousness and God will put the ego in check where it needs to be. There's an excellent piece on YouTube that I think people should really take a good look at. It's titled Ego, the Ultimate Chess Game. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. Yep, there's a lot a lot of um, you know, wild-running egos out there that are creating a lot of uh, issues. And, uh, you know, the way I look at it, um, the ego can be a good thing, but, you know, there's the distorted ego that... Uh, um, you know, gets involved with uh, the terrible things that we do see. So um, I think it's really important. This is just my personal opinion. I think it's really important, you know, not to be judging others. And everybody has their reasons for being here. And, and um, you know, it's hard to see hurtful and painful things done, for sure. I mean, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm a big lover of, uh, you know, Mother Nature and animals and trees and, and my Obviously, my fellow human, human beings, I've been a teacher, a flight instructor, a motorcycle instructor, a music teacher, and I love to see people grow and, and to, to, you know, let their talents out and, and really tell them and, and enhance them and, and say, yeah, you've got, to, you've got what it takes to be anything, and the only one stopping you is really you. So, um, you know, it's, 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 um, you know, the ego can definitely get out of control and it's, you know, it, you know, people need to check in and say, you know, am I coming from my heart when I'm doing this or am I coming from my head too much, you know, let's uh, make, make sure we're, we're coming into that connection that we're all connected to and that we're, we're helping each other out and really helping each other see the beauty that they are. I just love what you said because especially related to nature I say nature is God's classroom I uh, had a near-death experience back in 2007 and I wasn't expected to live <laughs> more than a few months back then and I'm going strong even with severe COPD I was, there's a brief article that a lot of people really love after my name he Charleston just put the words on manifesting your future it entails where I had an encounter with a monarch a butterfly and uh, mm. also something that people should do. It's an indigenous teaching is, and there is a website that even sells products related to this. It's called Earthing. Uh, the website is earthing.com, but just standing yeah. barefoot in the grass is it actually oh. is proven to be helpful. It draws inflammation out of the body and it helps with the grounding. Oh, I totally agree, Hugh. I, I've been doing that a lot more recently, uh, uh, walking bare feet in the park, you know, and feeling the roots and feeling the ground. And, and my goodness, when you come up to a beautiful tree that's that's really wanting to share the wisdom and hug a tree, um, my goodness, the connection into Mother Earth and, and all the, uh, the beautiful kingdoms of nature and animals is just beautiful. So, yeah, I totally agree with that. And not to bring the devices, so leave them inside just to resonate with the beauty. And then when you come back in, you will have lowered your stress level and heightened your awareness and things will be a lot better. Yeah, I totally agree. Stress is the big thing. You know, being a health researcher, I had cancer years ago. Mom passed away of cancer and, you know, really healthy people. And, and um, yeah, stress is 90% of all illness. So, you know, you think this stuff in the world doesn't cause stress. Man, that's the, that's what the real virus is. Yes, please give me a call. I would love to speak with you, especially related to your music, too, and uh, have some things that perhaps can be helpful to bring more attention to you and your work. And thank you for being a blessing to others related to the ego too the if you have good discernment i always say especially if it's like something telepathic coming to me is that really just to benefit me or is it for me to learn something that i can then utilize to be a blessing to others mm. very nice you very nice thank you for all you're doing 
And uh, please feel free to, to phone on the show another time. Yeah, I uh, appreciate uh, you giving me the time. And again, uh, hang on to my number. I'd like to speak with you more. Perhaps I can come back. I've been a guest on various shows, but it's really time where people have to manifest a better future in the present by coming together in peace and love. Sounds really good. And thank you uh, for sharing your creation with us, you, because uh, that's our greatest asset. It's our creative power and our creative process. And uh, I feel that's how we are going to heal this reality. It's by harnessing our creative process. and. Uh, mm. It's the only way, uh, and uh, we've never had the technologies in place to do what you just said. And uh, Dr. Martin Luther King had dreams on peace and love, but these dreams can be realized if people will just stop and understand that you know, hating and fighting, uh, replace that with love and light, and you'll have a, a much better future. I don't even know the, the cost of what it is to have all these police be babysitting demonstrations. But if people aren't afraid and uh, they, they seem to want to uh, maraud in the dark, well, come on the Internet and say what you have to say there. It's a big place. A lot of people can see you, but no, you'd rather hide in the darkness and do dastardly deeds. We'll find you eventually, or when you go back into spirit, you'll be accountable for everything you did. So good luck to you in that regard. But life is a choice. You can change at any moment and choose a better way. So I always tell people to really contemplate uh, what um, be the change that you want to see in the world. Exactly. I agree. Yeah. Being, being the change is, uh, is, is the biggest thing, you know, um, there's a lot of times we want to share good advice to loved ones, family, you know, help them out with maybe health or, um, a, a troubling situation that they have, but they just don't want to hear it. So, um, sometimes stepping back and just, um, um, operating the way you do in life and, and, um, uh, from the heart that you operate from, when they see that, then um, it, it uh, you know, it opens something in, inside of them, opens their heart, and then they find their um, their loving way that they can go. So, I think it's all, all yeah. a matter of timing for a lot of people, you know. Um, yeah, that's so important what you just said because you can't change other people; they have to change themselves. But I love the I don't know if you're familiar with the Honoponopono, uh, the yeah. and yes, uh, uh, people just look at that and what that can be done, even tested. <laughs> I tried it once with my two daughters and it worked beautifully. <laughs> Forgive me. I, uh, I love you. And, uh, it, it really works. Uh, and, uh, oh, yeah. there's a beautiful version of it by a singer who's very lovely. Uh, Ina, E N A V V I E on YouTube. It's the earth prayer song. And she does a beautiful job of the, Pono, pono, pono. Mm, very nice. Yes, there's a lot of really um, good things, you know, um, that people can do that really, really help and really, um, um, you know, remove the distorted glasses, so to speak, and so you can really see and appreciate and be grateful for really the, the incredible beauty that is around here, you know, on this planet. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, um, what I do is, you know, and I think we're all going through this distorted ego and, you know, just with, you know, maybe people that do something better and give an art that, uh, that you, you know, want to really be good at, maybe say as a guitar player, there's somebody that I feel is better than me, which I've never ever said to any other students. I said, you know, there's no, there's no competition in music. Everyone is unique and their instrument brings out their uniqueness. So there's not a better guitar player. There's not a lesser guitar player. You just play your instrument let your beauty come out, you know, but it's, yeah, it's, um, I kind of lost my train of thought where I was going with that, but, um, yeah, it's just, um, you know, it's well, just, uh, you're, you're right on target because we all have different fingerprints and, and, yeah. uh, but it's not a question of, uh, ethnicity or different skin colors. Cause we all bleed the same. If somebody's bleeding green, I guess they're from a different universe. So I'll have to check that out <laughs> carefully, but, uh, just, I say that we should 
give respect to one another, come into the communities and create solutions instead of fighting and arguing. Nobody ever wins an argument. That's a, a fact. But if you create a good enough solution that, with respect, that can really bring about yeah. some wonderful changes. I agree. And I think people just need to, you know, listen, you know, let, let people talk and let them say what they need to say. And, right. and, you know, what I like to do is, you know, is not put judgment on it and not charge into that and, and say, well, I think this part of your conversation is a little bit wrong or whatever. And, and everybody, everybody has their own path and their own, you know, there's a lot of ways to do things. There's, you know, there's a lot of ways, there's a lot of ways to play a musical instrument. There's a lot of, that's why there's, there's so much beautiful music in the world because everybody's understanding of how to bring themselves out into their instrument is different than another. So we, we really do need to sit back and listen to the individual and, and hear them. Not enough people really actually listen. They hear, but they don't listen. And we right. really need to listen to each other. Yeah. Exactly. So I, I don't know how much time you have left, but I'll let you continue on. I thank you again for bringing me on and uh, give me a call anytime. <laughs> well, thank you for coming on, Hugh. And uh, also, uh, every couple of weeks or so when we're on a show, yeah, we'd love, love you to come back on. Thank you, Hugh. Right. Mr. Mark. Yes, Mr. Michael. So uh, I, I was actually about to say something when you yes. introduced uh, when you introduced you, and uh, um, it was that this whole thing about the uh, the Black Mirror <laughs> were, had made me think of another event a few years ago that uh, uh, was also propagated via the whole social media infrastructure, which was the Black Cube Challenge. The, sorry, mm. Black Cube. <laughs> That's an interesting lapsus. The Ice Cube Challenge. And uh, I, I said Black Cube because I actually think the Black Cube was behind it. But right. uh, the Ice Cube Challenge, I had found that so, in a way, appalling. And again, it was a fine example of people's good feelings being turned against them and uh, people's uh, uh, willingness and drive to care about others being turned against them. Because uh, from what I've been told, the whole thing was about a kind of charity effort or uh, an endeavor to bring awareness about some kind of rare disease. And for people who haven't known that episode, what the participants to that challenge would do was to film themselves pouring a bucket of ice cube on their heads, which of course causes quite a shock to your system. Right. And that is typical um, trauma-based mind control. Mm. It's textbook trauma-based mind control. And symbolic, and it was also a, a typical ritual of a black magic ritual, which people engaging in it had no idea about, no awareness of, um, because what they were actually doing symbolically was to demonstrate their commitment, their willingness and their commitment to freeze their awareness, to, sorry, to freeze their consciousness. Because um, consciousness as universal mind energy uh, in our embodied state is mainly present in, our, uh, in and around our head area. So um, pouring a bucket of ice cubes directly on that area is a statement that you are making, meaning I want to freeze this. Mm. And um, 
I remember at the time that so many people were starting to do that. Initially, it was just celebrities and then minor celebrities. I even saw George Bush Jr. doing it. <laughs> and then I really thought, that can't be good. That really can't be good. But uh, uh, more and more people were doing that. And I remember hearing of um, from a lady whose husband was uh, considering doing it. And she asked him, do you really want to do that thing? And his answer was, well, no, not really. But, you know, everyone is doing it. And uh, he was actually experiencing peer, a kind of peer pressure from his uh, environment right. to also do it. So since religion started to uh, seriously lose its grip, the mind control infrastructure that succeeded it was first television. And uh, television is a, a hypnosis technology that's been absolutely proven, uh, scientifically proven. The waves, the kind of waves that uh, te television post broadcasts are in training your brain into alpha state, which means that your brain will be at its most receptive when you watch, in this case, television. And so right. everything you see on television is going to be accepted by the mind as reality, mm. which is why it works so well to convince people uh, uh, about things that have no existence in reality, like uh, a terrible pandemic that is going to wipe out everyone. Which That's what I want to do. And then now, uh, of course, we have uh, uh, other black mirrors than television. We have black mirrors all over the place. We have uh, our computers and we have our phones that are black mirrors. And uh, for those of you who have actually watched that series, uh, Black Mirror, um, to me, it shows us where we could go under the influence of technology and especially computer technology and uh, the takeover by technical intelligence. And it's, it seems that in every episode they're showing us a possible scenario where this could all go. And they're asking people the question, do you really want to go there? Is this really what you want? Well, yeah, I, I agree. And then, you know, I agree, um, you know, we are in a universe of contrasting expressions of, of dark and light. You know, you come into a room, you turn the light mm -hmm. switch on. Now you can see because there's light and you turn the light switch off, now it's dark. So we have these different expressions. And um, yeah, and it's, you know, it's a technology that we're kind of forced to use, you know, computer LED lighting. Um, I think it's really, under, you know, understanding what you got, make sure you wear some blue blocker glasses, which really help with the uh, blue light from uh, the computers and, um, you know, put some um, devices that help with electromagnetic uh, frequency from televisions and, you know, the Shun Guide is really, really good. It's uh, from Russia. It's a natural rock that is incredibly powerful. Um, and also, again, there's the, the benevolent expressions of the universe, too, which do exist in, you know, as you know, Mark, in, in uh, technical intelligence. Um, so, um, the phone I have right now, even though it's, the battery's going really badly, it's, um, you know, it's definitely a friend. I can feel this is a friend to me, mm. where another, another phone isn't. Anyways, we're coming down to the last minute. Um, you know, I just want to say thank you to you, Mark, for being a co-host with me. I really appreciate you coming on. Um, i really grateful for that. Uh, you're thank most you. welcome, Michael. Thank you, Hugh, for coming on, uh, sharing your great wisdom as well, too. And um, any last words, sir, uh, Mark? Yeah, um, I really want to uh, uh, emphasize this again. Don't let others use your drive to care. And beware 
beware the desire to be perceived as a good person and to go do in the world at all costs because everything is about balance and an overpolarization into the positive and into the light can be as uh, harmful as an overpolarization over into the dark, in fact. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, um, you know, as Hugh mentioned, the ego can really get um, out of sorts, and um, it's very, very easy. I know, as a teacher, to you know, you start feel high in yourself, and hey, I'm the ultimate teacher, and I know everything, and, and um, that's just um, <laughs> how it's about. And, and we're always learning, we're always going, and um, and stay in that heart. You know, it's all about being in the heart and emanating that beautiful, powerful love that we have. That's uh, that's uh, what the universe is soul about and beyond this universe it's soul love again so that's really really powerful so thank you Mark and um, hopefully in a couple of weeks we'll get another show up and uh, you if you're still listening uh, please come on again I uh, love to hearing your, your words um, and feeling them very powerful and I'm glad everybody's out you know there's people out there beings out there that are doing their part and uh, by golly we're going to have exactly the beautiful kind of reality we want and that we just truly deserve so um, lots of love to everybody. Good night, good day, and take care and all the best. Bye, everybody. All the best to you. Bye-bye. Bye.